Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking about three things that you can do, changes you can make in your life that changes your relationship to negative things that are happening out there in the world and within your own world. So it's really about making your life better and filled with more happiness. And these are three simple things you can do to shift that in your life pretty easily. There's obviously a lot of things you can do, but I'm gonna only talk about these three things today. Many things can help you level up your life. Finding what resonates with you is important. We all look at things differently. We all think differently about things and relate to things in different ways. So finding what works for you is really important. Thinking about these three things we're gonna talk about today in ways that resonate with you is also important. Imagine how you can apply them to your life and then apply them to other things that are happening in your life for your success. Remember that balance is important. When we're talking about these things, we're not like saying swing way over to one side of the pendulum or the other. We're saying find a balance with everything. And that's where you find the most fulfillment and happiness is when things are in balance. I'm not asking you to be the most positive person you can possibly imagine, but welcome positivity into your life more readily and tweak your internal thoughts to promote and manifest more of what you want and more joy and happiness in your life. Okay, so here we go. Three things that can change your life by changing your relationship to negative things. This is the I Care About You podcast and I'm Juliana J. and together we can be our own change. So here we go. Number one, replacing the phrase, I hope, fill in the blank with something happened, to I am worthy of, filling in the blank to that same thing. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with hope. I understand how beautiful it is to have hope, especially when things are really rough or there is rebuilding to do. When the road seems long and you're trying to maintain your motivation, hope can be really refreshing. Being hopeful for something more positive or that something can be fixed or repaired or made good again can be important to motivation and to motivating yourself to keep going and keep working through the things and keep trying to make something happen. It is a positive response rather than a negative one. But when you use I hope in terms of everything that is happening, in a sense, you're saying, I hope this will happen in the future because you never hope for something to happen in the moment. So you're kind of always putting it out there in the future tense and not in your immediate space. When you replace I hope fill in the blank with I am worthy of fill in the blank with the same answer, you change the mental game that you're playing with yourself. So not only are you talking in terms that are more in the sense of manifesting something in the moment, but you are shifting internal dialogue down the road to not be so much about maybe something good will happen to me in the future to something good can happen to me right now. And that I am worthy of whatever that is. You're changing that dialogue. If you have a lot of dialogue that's self-defeating, self-deprecating, self-hating, and you change it with I am worthy of whatever it is, you're also working on that part of your life, on changing that internal dialogue to something more positive and affirming to yourself that you are worthy of whatever it is, which is 100% true. You are worthy of it. For example, when you're job hunting, you usually say something to yourself like, 
I hope I can get a better job is fine. It's fine to say that. But saying I am worthy of a better job has more power and more weight. It's a game changer in terms of how you speak to yourself and your inner dialogue. Adopting more of a I am worthy of fill in the blank internal dialogue can profoundly change your self outlook and foster self-love. If you believe in manifestation, using I am worthy of puts your thoughts in the present tense and not the future. I hope is always a future desire, like I said before. It's always a future desire. It will always be something you're striving for, not something you already have or something that you could have right now today. But I am worthy of is now, right now. You are worthy of this change right now. Using this powerful tool, I have gotten every job I've desired, including my current book deal, Repeating to myself that I am worthy of whatever it is helped me perform better at job interviews, book pitches, and so on. It has been a game changer for how I view myself and my worth. It also has bled into my mindset about everything else in that it's just a more positive outlook now. I don't have to think things like self-defeating things like, oh, I'm not going to get that job because I'm not smart enough or I'm not good enough or, you know, I don't look the part or whatever it might be. I started with, I am worthy of a better job and became, I am worthy of love, of happiness, of joy, of relationships, of a nice place to live, and so on. You can really apply this, I am worthy of these things right now, today, right in this moment. And that helps you just shift into this motivating space of making it happen. Sometimes when you say, I hope, fill in the blank, whatever it is, I hope I get a better job, that's not so motivating, right? You're subconsciously thinking it's the future. I hope implies that you need some sort of outward thing to help you get whatever it is that you're getting, that you need this help from something else in order to get it. So you're just hoping for it instead of being, I am worthy of a good job, which is a completely different thing. It's a completely different way of thinking about it. It's a, a completely different moment in time. You don't need outside sources to make it happen for you. It's not like you're playing the lottery. You're worthy of it. You can get it. It's right here, right now. It's really, really a powerful tool. And I hope you try that out. Okay, number two, make a list of positive responses that you have personally to negative happenings. What I mean by this is have a list of the things that make you feel better to get out of a negative headspace, to overcome something that's triggering, to respond to something unfavorable that's happened. Whatever it is, make a list of the things that make you feel better. Maybe it's a long walk in nature. Maybe it's cute cat videos a call to a good friend. Maybe it's counting slowly to 10 backwards. Maybe it's a breathing exercise or a meditation exercise or some exercise of some kind or whatever you do that helps you move through something painful or uncomfortable. Make them positive things. That way you can refer to the list when something comes up rather than use a quick fix. For example, for me, a quick fix might be eating a bag of cookies, no joke. I might feel like doing this at first is kind of helping me, the first few cookies, uh, but then I eat a whole bunch and then I feel bad about myself, disappointed, maybe I have a stomach ache, I feel gross, and I end up feeling worse using the quick fix than if I had gone for a walk around the block or called somebody or maybe did something creative it would shift my perspective in a more healthier way. But in the moment, you're going for these quick fixes. And a lot of times the quick fixes you've come up with from childhood, you know, like getting a cookie, your parents giving you a cookie if your day was bad or 
something like that, or, or it's just something you go to because you're a child and you don't have skills to do something else in the moment, or you don't have the ability to because you need other people to give you permission to do things. And so we carry those quick fix habits throughout our life and we apply them in the moment when something horrible happens, because when something horrible happens, a lot of times anxiety sets in and then we're just looking quickly for whatever it is that will soothe us in that second. But it's not necessarily the best thing for us. So if you have a list of these things, when you feel something coming on or a bad situation happens or something uncomfortable, you can refer to your list of more helpful and positive directions and do one of those rather than just going for the quick fix and then ending up feeling bad about it or in the same place as you did before you took on the quick fix. Another thing people do is start immediately start angrily talking about it and telling people about it. And they talk about the bad things that happened to them. They immediately go to this place of anger the second something happens. And over time, people start avoiding the person because the anger is simply too hard to tolerate for long term. Having a list replaces your quick fixes with something that works better for you and your relationships and everything else. Often, we don't even stop to think about doing something before we engage in the quick fix. So this is a great way to train yourself away from them and to replace the quick fixes with something more sustainable and long term. Of course, the quick fixes happen, rants happen, and that's completely fine. Rants about something, they have their place. But also having other ways to deal with things in a more balanced way provides you more opportunities for expression and processing. People who take out anger on everything and everyone that isn't perfect taint their perspective of life overall. They tend to become more negative overall, and that is hard for others to deal with, and it erodes away your quality of life in many ways. Finding balance with anger ranting is extremely important. That's kind of something I talked about in another podcast about how if you're always going to go to anger and negative thoughts about things. It really taints your health, your opportunities in life, your relationships, your perspective in life, and so many other things. So being able to replace that quick fix you had of immediately getting angry and defensive into something else that's more sustainable will really kind of help you shift that perspective. Number three, replace judgment with empathy and give the positive as much energy as you give the negative. If you listen to my podcast on negativity bias, you heard me talk about this. Research shows that this this is a natural thing we all have, but some of us become more fixated on the negative than the positive simply because we're off balance. So studies show that we tend to be more interested in something negative than something positive. And some of us can get off balance with only looking at these negative things. We all tend to remember the trauma much more vividly than we remember happy times. We tend to hear negative comments more acutely than we hear positive feedback. We react more strongly and are drawn to more negative stories and events and other negative stimuli than positive ones. We tend to remember negative events or comments more than positive ones. When we're making decisions, we tend to think more deeply about what can go wrong than what can go right. We learn more from negative events than positive ones. Studies show that we may even believe bad news more readily than we might believe good news. We may be more motivated by imagining what we will lose if we do something than what we will gain or achieve if we do the same thing. So that's kind of human nature to always go to that negative. So you you want to be able to shift that and really balance it so that you're giving all the positive just as much energy as you're giving the negative and you're replacing judgment with empathy where you can. It's human nature 
to give the negative things that happen more attention. Change this for yourself by celebrating the good things just as much as you dwell on the bad things. You may think it's silly, but try it. You'll see how much more energy you give to the negative than the positive. Like for one day, try to look at only positive and feel good stories on your newsfeed and ignore all the stories that are horrendous, sad, infuriating, would make you mad, are negative in nature. And you will see how hard it is. It's really hard not to click on those stories and look at them when you might just think like, I don't want to click on this story about this dog that was found or whatever, because I can tell by the image that it, what the story already is. You're discounting that positive thing. Align with giving equal time to the positive than the, the negativity and try not to judge negatively. Be more gracious with things. Be more tender toward people rather than assuming the worst all the time. Instead of immediately judging someone as a jerk, wonder if they might just be having a bad day or shy or whatever. People have often told me that when they first met me, they thought I was unapproachable. But actually, I was just a really shy person. So I'm sure this perception of me being unapproachable made people angry. But it was just more so that I was extremely shy as a child and an adult until kind of recently. Try not to judge other people's work or beliefs or whatever. Just stop making things into this us and them judgment thing. Remind yourself of all the times you have confr been confronted by a clicky group of folks and how you felt being outside of that group. You didn't feel too good. And if you're doing that us and them judgment thing, you're really kind of creating this clicky group of one. And people feel that and they can sense that with you. Remember that loneliness that you felt when you were outside of the clicky group and try not to give that away to others by creating a bar barrier between us and them, creating that barrier. Try to find inclusivity, empathy, and understanding for people rather than judging everybody that isn't exactly like you or always looking to the negative which is what creates the judgment. Of course, none of these three things are going to do something you can do with complete perfection. Some days you will eat a bag of cookies instead of going for a walk. Some days you're going to be frustrated, angry, and disparaging. Some days you're going to have a negative outlook and be judgmental. Some days you are not going to think you are worthy of anything. This is called being human. This is what you're here to experience. What matters is that you return to working on leading a more happy, positive, and fulfilling life. Return to finding balance. Return to looking for positivity. Return to feelings of worth. That you let love in and then you freely give it away. Living wholly and completely in life comes with a lot of mistakes and wrong terms and even regrets, but still live life deeply. Take in the experience without causing detriment to yourself and others. Of course, this will happen too. Then regroup and restart and be cognizant of what you need and what you're doing that's creating a negative space in your life. Life is about balance, as I said before. Living in a space of optimism and understanding will help you weather the bad days just a little bit more gracefully. You're not gonna always be over there because you're living in a human world, so there are days you're gonna feel pretty down, sad, things don't go right and all of that. But if you have the, the base, the underpinnings of optimism, positiveness, worth, self-worth, you can weather things a little bit more gracefully than if you were already in this really negative mindset. Then one more bad thing is just gonna be a pile on all the other bad things and is gonna make you feel even worse than you did before. But if you have a positive outlook on things or you can use these positive tools and, and feelings of worth, you might be sad about something or it might be really devastating, 
and horrible for a certain period of time, but you're kind of able to work through and with all those things and come out on the other side, still being able to see the beauty that's out there in the world. Remember that you are human and mistakes are part of the game, but do hold the power to make mistakes meaningful and positive in ways that work for you. And by applying the three steps we talked about, by turning them into opportunities for growth and learning, you shift something that could just reaffirm negative feelings about yourself into something you can learn that actually makes you feel better about yourself. If a bad situation happens and you don't have self-worth, you think about it as just another thing, the universe affirming that you're not worthy. But if you have self-worth and a kind of a positive base to grab onto, you're more likely to think of things that go on in life that aren't great as learning experiences. And once you learn from them, you actually feel better about yourself because now you know something more. You're a little bit deeper of a person that tend to give, give you more worth than if you were negative about it and you just let it be another thing that sucks about being you. That's why there's sayings like, when one door closes, another one opens. Why those kind of sayings are part of daily conversation. Because it's important to find a way to attach a neutral or positive meaning to bad things that will happen and to attach a meaning that is more positive, like a lesson or learning something. That's why those sayings exist. When one door closes, another one opens. We need to see things in a different light to move through them. Otherwise, we become stuck looking at the closed door and being sad about it. Not moving through things creates negative self-beliefs. It does a lot of damage to us in very profound ways that you might not notice on the outside or you might not even notice on a daily basis, but other people notice it. And you do notice it when you start getting left out of things or you don't feel like you can get anywhere in life because your negative perspective is really holding you back or your negative perspective really affects your health. That's a thing. So to recap, replace I hope fill in the blank will happen with I am worthy of fill in the blank. Make a list of positive responses to negative happenings, things that work for you to balance out when negative things happen, to take a pause and reevaluate and calm yourself back down. Make a list so you have it at the ready so you don't go to your quick fixes, but you're actually doing something that might really, really profoundly change things that happen to you that are not pleasant and how you deal with them. And three, replace judgment with empathy and give the positive in your life as much energy as you give the negative. Try those things out. Let me know how it goes. And as always, my friends, know that I love you and I support you. Take good care and I'll see you next time.